Welcome to Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello and welcome to episode 68 of Grown Up Kids. This episode is sponsored by Tess Kelly. Thank you, Tess. Thank you, Tess. You're <laughs> awesome. So today we are being joined by something that hasn't happened in quite a while. Two, a while. two brand new guests. So hello, Jessica. Hi. And hello, Mariah. Hello. How are you guys doing today? Good. Good. so since you guys are new to the show we're gonna get your disney profiles um so first question is how did you get into disney mariah okay (laughs) (laughs) so as everyone else says you know grew up with it and i'm the youngest of six so um my parents have been going to Disney World ever since, like, my oldest siblings were babies. And so, you know, I've never known a life without the parks or the movies or anything like that. Um, my brother and I would always try to do overnights where, like, we would binge watch as many Disney movies as we could. And it was always frustrating because I would last about a movie and a half and fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because I, I have insomnia now. So that would be like nothing. But <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, of course, like when I'm a teen, I, you know, anytime we would go to Disney World, I'd be such a brat and be like, no, not again. That's our 10th time going I don't want to <laughs> and then I mean now I'm going again in um uh August and I made all of these foam Mickey heads to make like a countdown oh, and I ended awesome. up making 21 of them and so I, it's a little you know Sam excited it's a little bit of an understatement <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome we're going yeah. in December and we can't wait so I wish oh it was gosh. August I know. I was going to say, I'm going in May. Oh, Oh, I'm jealous. You're the closest. (laughs) (laughs) A work trip is uh, helping me get there a little sooner. Oh, that's I need to convince my job. I need to go to Orlando. I should find a marketing conference in Orlando and be like, I need to do this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. How about you, Jessica? Um, I guess it was always around growing up. Um, I watched all, like, the 90s Disney princess movies and everything. Um, I remember watching on Saturday mornings on ABC uh, Disney's One Saturday Morning and watching all those cartoons growing up. Um, We never had cable or anything, so that was always my, like, time to watch Disney. Um, We'd always go into Grandma's house and watch it if we could. And then if there was any, like, of the special movies on TV on the Disney Channel, she'd always tape them for us so we could watch (laughs) them later. And that was awesome. But otherwise, I mean, it was just always around growing up. And, I mean, there's pictures of me having, like, Lion King birthday party cakes and, um, like, a lot of Lion King stuff. Lion King's amazing. I had a Snow White birthday cake. I'm trying to think of others. can't remember. Pooh Bear. Of course. I just remember, I had a pooper cake. I just remembered the other day because we took my little sister bowling for her birthday. And that's what my birthdays used to be. And I remember getting like, when you had a birthday party there, you'd get a bowling pin and mm-hmm. mine had the genie on it. 
Mm, Ooh, that's cool. Fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But enough about me. Okay. So, Mariah, <laughs> who's your favorite character? Okay. So, um, I kind of broke it up a little bit with like a hero and a villain. So, Ooh. you know, as my mug I have, I uh, love Cinderella. Yes. Um, I just always really loved that story and that movie. And I am obsessed with the live action movie. I think it's, it's so, so good. good. Oh my gosh, I love everything about it. Um, and my favorite villain is Isma from yes. the Disney. She's so great. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, so underrated, so like easy to forget about, unfortunately. But then you bring her up, and you're like, oh my god, Isma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't just. I didn't know between her and Ursula, but oh my god, I love that movie. Like I'm cracking up the whole time I'm watching it, and I feel like it. Like you said, so underrated. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, we need to watch that again. It's on Netflix right now. I think. Let's watch it. I know. Tonight. I mean, not that I don't have it on DVD <laughs> or anything, but it's just really easy to hit play on Netflix. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Jessica? Um, I think right now my favorite character has been Belle. Um, I've loved kind of the newer live action movie of it as well. But growing up, it was like Simba and Nala. Yes. I like your choice of words. Right now, my favorite character is, because I feel like a lot of Disney people get that, like, hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> well, with all the new movies coming out, right. it's always changing. Yeah. Oh, man. Emma Watson. I'm, I know that I'm in the minority here. I guess we're maybe in the minority, Jessica, but I loved the live-action Beauty and the Beast. I know a lot I did of people too. Did, but I yeah, loved it. I did too. People trash on it all the time. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm like Emma yeah. Watson, feminism, Belle, perfect. Yeah. Just like that Gaston scene is so fun. Oh my god. That song yeah. is better in the new one. I've said that before. I know. Just is. Katie, that's harsh words there. Come at me. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that sequence though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Mariah, what's your favorite Disney movie? Okay. Uh, so this is another one where I split it up between animated Pixar and live action. Okay, so my animated favorite movie is Cinderella, closely followed by Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard to tell between the two, like which I like more. Um, Pixar, I think I'm really, really in the minority with this. I love A Bug's Life. No, I do too. I love that movie. Yes. I feel like that one is so forgotten. And I grew up like binging on that when I was a kid. I Mm -hmm. love it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also really, really, really love Ratatouille. Yes. I I really love to cook and bake and stuff like that. And it always makes me hungry watching that movie. Oh, my God. Anyone can cook. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, and then speaking of Haley Mills my favorite live action movie is Pollyanna oh I love oh, that one. good choice yeah yeah it's one of the only movies where I'm tears streaming on my face after. <laughs> honestly yeah <laughs> it's so good fun fact about A Bug's Life do you guys ever play HQ Trivia that, no. Like, no. Okay, so they did a Pixar night the other night where it was like all Pixar questions. And one yeah. of the questions was, what did A Bug's Life do for the first time with an animated film? And it was outtakes. I was like, oh my God, I can't. And I got it wrong. I was so mad at myself. I'm like, oh, that's right. They do those little blurbs at the mm-hmm. end of like 
flick being yeah. funny and like, like messing up actually... a scene like they were actually filming yeah. this oh my god i so loved cute. those yeah they always had those at the end of the vhs yeah yeah <laughs> and i still remember them i yeah. i, I was so confused when as a kid i didn't know what i was watching <laughs> but you watched it anyway <laughs> i did i loved it i'm like what is this but i love it <laughs> how about you jessica what's your favorite movie um it really depends on what my mood is for the day on what i want to watch mm-hmm. but <laughs> overall i think uh the fox and the hound Mm, I love that one. Yes, now that's tears down my face yeah. every time. <laughs> it makes me cry every time. Yeah. Is it my turn? It is your oh, turn. Okay. So we have already established that we're all park people. Well, I don't know. Jessica, have you been to the parks? Yeah. yeah she said she oh. was just there in January. Oh, God, that's right. You have a sweatshirt on. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> I mean, in your defense, someone could have got it for her, but. No, she did say she was there before we started. Like, listen to our guests. I did. Okay. I just forgot. <laughs> so, Mariah, what is your favorite park? That's kind of an easy one. It's just Magic Kingdom, definitely. Um, really, really closely followed by Epcot. Yeah. Yeah. As an adult, I appreciate Epcot much more than I did. Yeah, Epcot honestly used to be bottom of the rung for me. But then, like, once I started going to these festivals and, like, appreciating that side of it i'm like oh epcot's awesome <laughs> you know just appreciating like what epcot is yes. as an adult yeah like you know mm-hmm. forget the alcohol and the food and all that stuff just like appreciating <laughs> the cultural amazingness of epcot yeah. as an adult yeah. is oh. yeah so, i yeah. absolutely love it i can't forget the food i can forget the alcohol but the food. i mean the food <laughs> is part of the culture experience so yes okay. how about you jessica um, I'm just the opposite. I, Epcot's probably my favorite park, followed by Magic Kingdom. Um, I didn't go to the parks until I was 20 for the first time. So um, I really enjoyed uh, spending the day at Epcot when I first went through it and just experiencing it all and seeing all the different showcases. Yeah, I think I can see like going for the... Well, you were older when you went for the first time, but like I think that Magic Kingdom tends to be like a nostalgia thing for a lot of people. Like, well, Magic Kingdom's my favorite because as a kid, I loved riding Dumbo or something like that, you know? I mean, Mm -hmm. not that I don't love Magic Kingdom as an adult, but I can see why people might go towards another park going for the first time as an adult. I will say that every time I go to Epcot, I forget just how big the world showcase is i'm like oh let's do just just walk do a round around it real quick you know real quick walk (laughs) no you're like dead by the time you reach one side or the other especially if it's hot you know (laughs) every time it surprises me i don't know why yeah Mm -hmm. okay last one what is your favorite disney memory so i didn't really have like a specific thing in mind because I don't know. So many things I just kind of forgot as a kid. Um, but sometimes that I really love, uh, oh, well, when was this? Like um, almost four years ago, my family, we decided to do a huge family trip to Disney, which is kind of a big deal for us because my oldest sibling's 13 years older than me. And it had been a really, really, really long time since we got all of us. And uh, now that a lot of my siblings have their own kids, there were 13 of us. Wow. Including a three-year-old and a six-year-old. Well, now there's like 20. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if we'll ever do this again. Um, 
But yeah, so that was a really, really special week, a really awesome trip. And um, I don't know, I have, I have such good memories going on some of my favorite rides. I wrote down like Spaceship Earth and mm-hmm. oh, it pains me to say great movie ride. Oh, I know. <laughs> I would Sad do day. anything to bring it back. Um, and like, I have such fond memories of going to like Sci-Fi Diner. That's my favorite place. I love don't that Don't ask place. me how the food is. I don't know. It's literally just because of the atmosphere. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember getting like cupcakes on like a Frisbee or something like that. And we have like pictures of us like putting the Frisbees on our head and stuff like that. <laughs> that was like a <laughs> staple in our trip every time too. Yeah. We'd go there. Yeah. <laughs> how about you, Jess? Um, I think it's just, I know, I mean, growing up, I always watched all of, like, the previews on the DVDs, and it would be for, like, the Disney parks, and watching the kids fly on the Dumbo ride and everything, and that was something I always wanted to experience, and was always wanting to do, and then when I finally got to do that, even though I was 20 when I did it, like, I enjoyed every minute of riding Dumbo and just getting to be there. Yeah. God, I loved watching those. (laughs) <laughs> My mom had those VHSs, like, from the travel agent or something, and they were, like, a VHS of Magic Kingdom, a VHS <laughs> of Epcot. I would watch those on repeat. My mom probably hated it. <laughs> I loved it. <sighs> All right. That is it. That's not it for the episode, but that's it for the <laughs> Disney profile. So... Now we can tell you guys that we're going to be discussing Summer Magic today, another... Haley Mills movie. I could be using some summer magic right now. It's cold. I know. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'm over it. I could yeah, really... Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, I could... I would enjoy uh, some Florida time right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, it's time for the 30-second Disney Dash. I'll go first to break the ice. I have to gather my thoughts here. No. We just literally just watched this movie yesterday. <laughs> I know, I'm worried that my Disney Dash is You guys flop. are like huge fans of this movie too, and I'm probably going to let you down with this, so I'm sorry. Mine, I wrote mine out, and I was like timing it, and I had to cut over half of mine out. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, like you cannot put a lot in 30 seconds. You can't. No, I got dinged yesterday. <laughs> And I thought I was being so good. It happened. I was like, damn it. (laughs) Are you ready? Oh, what's her name again? I forgot it already. It's Nancy. Okay. On your mark. And Julia, right? Is the Mm -hmm. other girl? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. On your mark. Get set. Go. So Nancy and her family lose their father, and then they have, like, no money. So then they, um, Nancy writes to this guy and finds a house that they can rent for $60 a year. So they move there, and they fix it up, but then that guy comes back while they're having a party to reveal this portrait, and it's a bad portrait. And then um, he ends up basically falling in love with Nancy, that's what I got from it, at least. Yeah, he's, like, old. I know, but that's what I took from it. I thought I was just being nicer. No, I kind of took it as, like, he was into her. I wrote that down, too. I wrote down, like, yeah. ages, question mark, question mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 25. I totally left out Julia. But, then, you know what? That's okay. Whatever. We didn't like her anyway. <laughs> 25. Good 25. job. Thanks. Um, that was uh, that was pretty thin on the details there, but that's okay. But you know what? It was all accurate, so it's okay. Um, would one of you guys like to go next? Anyone want to get it over with? 
I'll go. Alrighty. <laughs> On your mark. Get set. Go. Nancy and her brothers are picking up the house so they can move. She shares a plan for them to go live in Beulah. They move. Ash picks them up and offers to help fix the house. Peter brings home a dog. Mother gets a special letter saying cousin Julia is coming to stay. Nancy and Gilly are not excited. Peter and Ash sing about the ugly bug ball. Nancy finds out that they don't have money to keep the house. Ash tells them to hang a photo and throw a party to live rent free. Miss Popham shows up to tell the truth. Ash fakes a fall. Mr. Bryant, the new school teacher... Um, Julia and Nancy are trying to win his attention. Julia asks to go back home, but she stays. They're now BFFs. There's a Halloween party. Tom shows up. Nancy runs into him. (laughs) Oh, you were so close. I'm like, she's getting towards the end. (laughs) That's so fast. (laughs) So many details. I love it. Thank you for reminding me of all these things before I I do mine. I was like, oh, yeah. All that happened. (laughs) All right. Okay, I'll go next. Okay. On your mark, get set, go. The Carries are a poor family of Mom, Margaret, and her three kids, Nancy, Gilly, and Peter. After their dad dies, the family moves to Beulah, Maine in a big yellow house. They befriend Ossie and Popham, who lets them live at the house. Trouble is, they think the owner of the house is sick, is okay with it, but really Mr. Popham is faking it. Their cousin Julia comes to stay with them and is super snooty and rude, and yet they want her to stay with them forever? I wouldn't. They plan for a housewarming Halloween party, and uh-oh, Mr. Hamilton comes to town and finds out they've been living there. Not to worry, though. He has a crush on Nancy and lets them stay, and everyone lives happily ever after the end. Whew, 28. That was good. Ah, oh, good, good. <laughs> Very nice. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I'm gonna tie this up with a horrible Disney dash. You ready? Because she did not prepare <laughs> one. Didn't prepare. Okay. All right. Ready? No. Go. The Carey family is super poor, but Nancy writes to this guy, and then he lets them live in this house that isn't his, but he's looking after, and then they fix it up, and then this really mean girl comes and lives with them. Um, and then they're fighting for affection over this teacher, and then the guy who actually owns the house comes back, but he's super nice and lets them live there, and I didn't see any crush going on at the end. How did you not? I don't know, I just didn't. That was 20 (laughs) seconds, but you're crazy. (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) No, he was all about her. Whatever. (laughs) You crazy. (laughs) Alright. So, some history about Summer Magic. Um, it's from 1963, It's considered a family musical film, and it was directed by James Nielsen. Um, It starred Haley Mills, Burl Ives, Dorothy (gasps) McGuire. Get out. That was Burl Ives? (laughs) You didn't see his name, like, huge on the screen at the beginning of the movie? No! (laughs) Mind is blown. Continue. (laughs) All right. Dorothy (laughs) McGuire is the mom from Old Yeller. With, Go ahead. With the yellow teeth. With the yellow yep, teeth. that was her. Yeah. I am so happy that you guys brought that up. Because my whole life watching this movie, I always thought, whoa, her teeth are bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I felt so evil thinking that, I'm like, oh, that's not good. That's not good. And then when I heard you guys do it, I was like, oh, God. Someone else agrees. <laughs> See? You just gotta let the you just gotta let a slither and do a Disney podcast. They'll tell it like it is. I'll, t- I'll tell it like it is. Oh my god, that oh, poor lady. She's back. It didn't look as bad in um what was it? She was in Swiss, Swiss Family, Family Robinson. I know we commented but, on that, but yeah, they they were back in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's the filters they used. I, I don't know. know. So um, it's about it's a story about an early 1900s Boston widow who is Dorothy McGuire. 
um, and her children taking up residence in Bueller, Maine. The film was based on a novel called Mother Carries Chickens by Kate Douglas Wiggin. Cool ass name. Sure. It was the fourth of six (laughs) films that Mills did for Disney, and the young actress received a Golden Globe nomination for this movie. So that's cool. Also, I think that when there's... So, like, every time she's on, we say what number out of six it is. But she did do, like, Parent Trap 2 and Parent Trap 3. I feel like maybe these are just, like, her main releases with Disney is what they mean by the six films. Because technically she did a little bit more than that. Probably. Probably, like, her her noteworthy ones. Maybe. So, um, the screenplay was adapted by Sally Benson, who was famous for writing Meet Me in St. Louis. And James Nielsen was chosen to direct the film, and he had previously done Moon Pilot, the one with the monkey who goes to the moon, Mm -hmm. and then Bon Voyage with, oh my gosh, what's his name? The guy. Frank. Fred McMurray. Fred. Fred Fred? McMurray. Fred McMurray? I think. I don't know. It's McMurray. Mr. McMurray. That guy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) One of the later film stars, Deborah Wally, was cast in her second and last film for Disney as well in this. So Dorothy McGuire um, plays Mrs. Carey. This is her final Disney film. And Burl Ives returns to the studio after a memorable role in So Dear to My Heart. Wait, what? He was in that, too? Katie, we talked <laughs> about this. Where have I been? <laughs> I'm not, I Go on, I can't. <laughs> go on, <laughs> I can't. Um, other familiar Disney faces include Una Markle from The Parent Trap and Eddie Hodges, who will later appear in The Happiest Millionaire. And this entire film was shot at the Walt Disney Studios in California. Hmm. Um, Summer Magic was released on July 7th of 1963, and it didn't really get great reviews from critics, but what did they know anyway? Um, They claimed that only children would find it entertaining and that the songs weren't memorable. I'm sorry, did you just say that songs by the Sherman Brothers aren't memorable? Get out of here. That's crazy. Um, I know. Uh, audiences seem to disagree, however, and it made $4 million at the box office and proved itself to be a, quote, moderate hit. Haley Mills, as I said before, was nominated for Best Actress at the Golden Globes for her performance, and while it never received another theatrical release, it did debut on TV in 1965 and then wasn't, wasn't released on home video until 1985. And our good old friends at Rotten Tomatoes give this movie a 76%, which honestly is, that's really good for like an older movie like this. I think that's pretty great. I agree. Mm Mm-hmm. That's good. All right. Fun facts. Yeah. Not a whole lot, fortunately, but I'm having a grand old time learning all about Burl Lives. So I don't know about you, but I'm having fun. (laughs) So this was originally planned to have Annette Funicello in it. Funicello? Funicello. Funny Jello? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if she's in anything after her last role. She was in uh, Babes in Toyland, right? Is that the last yeah, one we saw her in? I don't think that she's in any other movies. I think that maybe she still did some TV stuff for Walt after that, but I feel like that was kind of the end yeah. of... Not the end of her, but the end of her Disney career was, like, around the Babes in Toyland time period. But I really feel like this movie would have been completely different had she been in it. 
Yeah. As opposed to Haley Mills. I mean, I'm just saying Haley Mills is perfect. Not that I don't <laughs> love Annette, but... All right, wait. Haley Mills for the win all the time, always. Where does Haley Mills' hairstyle in this one rate among all her hairstyles? It's good in this one. No, I thought it was awful. What? <laughs> It's okay. I mean, no. she's got the bang thing going on. But, That's what's not okay. But it was worse in, like, what was it really bad in Pollyanna? I mean, I love that movie, but her bangs are pretty crazy in that movie. <laughs> oh, anyway. <laughs> Katie hates her hair. I don't... I wish they wouldn't do that to her. She's a beautiful girl. Don't mess up her hair. I kind of agree with the bangs a little bit, yeah. It looks They're like... A- they made, much. Yeah, it looks like they made a nest out of them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't can want her to talk, look that way. Can we talk about how our roommate... So he wasn't really, oh, wait, was he wasn't really watching it with us, but he was like kind of watching it. And he was like, what is up with that girl's fake accent? And I'm like, it's not fake. She's British. And he's like, well, why can't she sound American? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I made a note of that. That... Um, <laughs> She's the only member in her family with a British accent. Yeah. She's <laughs> the only person with a British accent in, like, any movie, really, that she's in. <laughs> I guess maybe she just can't nail down the American accent, which is no. whatever. There was a... I don't remember which movie we covered of hers, but, like, one of her... Um, one of the other cast members, like, was talking about how she did so good with an American accent, and I was like, I thought she didn't do that great at all in this film, but whatever. <laughs> But I don't, I can't really recall any time she ever did like a real American accent. She kind of just always talks with her voice. I feel like maybe that was the parent trap that they talked about that with, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. All right, back to the fun facts. So one of the paintings that is considered by Osh Popham when he's looking for quote unquote Mrs. Hamilton um, is now hanging in the Golden Horseshoe at Disneyland. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I hope it wasn't the one they actually ended up picking because yeesh. Jessica, (laughs) do you know which one it is? No, I don't. That's what I was going to ask you guys if you knew because I was just in the Golden Horseshoe. I don't know. In January. I hope it's not that really risque one. I was going to say, I hope it is. That would be hilarious. I bet it's not that one, but the middle one. That's what I was thinking. The vertical one. Yeah. Yeah. Where she's kind of like lounging sort of or something. No, not lounging. She's like standing, isn't she? The lounging one's the risque no, one. No, not that one. The other one. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's probably when the music is all like nice and delicate. Yeah. And yeah. not like super like raunchy like jazz club. <laughs> Anybody who's listening. Yeah, that who one. goes to Disneyland all the time, like annual pass maybe or is going to be there soon go in go into the golden horseshoe and try and find it for us and take a picture and send it to us yeah let that'd us be know. great i need to know um so dorothy mcguire's vocals are dubbed by someone named marilyn hooven like her singing i think so yeah okay. yeah I was um, like that would be really weird if it was like all of her <laughs> she just mouthed the whole thing <laughs> At first, Walt didn't care for the Ugly Bug Ball. The song? Yes. But songwriter Robert Sherman explained that to bugs, other bugs were not ugly, even if they looked ugly to us, and beauty being beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So Disney liked that idea, and the song went on to become one of the most popular songs of the year, and it was sung by Burl Ives. Whoa, mind blown. Oh my god. Um, the song On the Front Porch is Robert Sherman's 
personal favorite song from his own work. That one was very sweet. Is that where, like, all of them are sitting on the On the porch. front porch, yeah. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yes. I just thought it, it was a really sweet, mellow... Ooh! Someone brought it Can up. Can you see it? Can no, you see it? Move it over a little oh, bit. Hold on, hold on. I think it's... Oh, there we go. Oh, it that, is the risque one! It's the risque one! Oh, my God! How <laughs> just hilarious. How hilarious. Oh, Thank geez. you for looking that up. I love yeah. That. Man. Curiosity got better of me. <laughs> Disney. Woo. What are you doing That's at the Golden so Horseshoe? Funny. I wonder if they have like a replica of it at the Golden Horseshoe um, in Disney World. World. I'll have to find out. Probably not. It probably would have said. But you can't ever get in there though. Sometimes closed. when it's busy, it's open. Yeah, but do you want to be there when it's busy? No. I want Main Street to myself. <laughs> okay. Last fun fact. So. Visitors to Disneyland and Walt Disney World have unknowingly heard many, many of the songs before because instrumental versions make up much of the area music on Main Street. I didn't realize this. So mm. some of the other songs that came from another Disney Sherman musical are The Happiest Millionaire. So visitors to the Magic, Magic Kingdom in Florida with a keen eye may even notice who the propri- proprietor of the Emporium is. None other than Osh Popham. What? Another. Ah. I cannot wait to go back to Disney World <laughs> after watching all of these old movies. We're going to have to like go back through all our docs and write down all the things we've discovered I and know. just have a scavenger hunt. Yeah. G-U-K <sighs> scavenger hunt. Yeah. Grown up kids. Another interesting... What's that? Vlog it. Yeah. yeah. A good idea. Mm-hmm. Another interesting fact is that a film version of Mother Carrie's Chickens, which is what... The, the book. book is called had been made by RKO in 1938 starring Ruby Keeler. So RKO was Disney's distributor at that time and as we remember from earlier earlier episodes they did break ties. So it's kind of weird that like I wonder if Walt got the idea to do this from them and was like I can do it better. Probably. <laughs> I have <laughs> Haley Mills. You have yeah, Ruby who? And I have Burl Lives. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool that he's the proprietor. Mm-hmm. How have I not... I worked on Main Street. You worked on the <laughs> other side. Still. I did sure. a... I did one shift at the Emporium. <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's how I feel about my World of Disney shift. Oh, God. It was terrible. Was awful. I did one there, too. Yeah. Okay. Well. Just, like, tons of people? Yes. Ooh. Yeah. You can't even think. Don't even breathe. Just work. I want to know, oh, know what music. I want to know what music from Main Street is from this. Me too. I mean, I guess w- while watching the movie, like some of the songs did sound kind Familiar. of like, I feel like I've heard this before. And it was just like, maybe it was some of the piano stuff that her brother was doing or I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I could see that. I wonder if, um, you know how they always have a pianist? Mm-hmm. I wonder if he plays anything from it, too. Go up to him next time and be like, all right, ugly bug ball, go. <laughs> <laughs> the one guy, oh, I can't remember his name, but he's my favorite. And he's always there. And he has a blue name tag. And I can't remember his name, and it's really going to bother me. But he has one of those, like, legacy awards mm-hmm. because he's been there for so long and he's so awesome. But he, um, Sarah and Peter from the Brookhart Project, they vlog him all the time mm-hmm. playing piano on Main Street. I'm so jealous of their life. 
can we switch? Do you want to come to Ohio? <laughs> I'm almost positive. I think one of the songs on Main Street is the uh, Beulah song. You know, the one that they're singing that her brother's playing the piano yeah. to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's I'm pretty the one, sure. Yeah, I think that's the one maybe where I was like, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I could But see I don't that. know the lyrics. That's, like, I didn't recognize the lyrics at all, but... That's got that old-timey kind of... I'm gonna have to listen mm-hmm. to it after we're done recording. <laughs> because <laughs> I heard that music so much. Oh, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. But I mean, like, I worked there for, like, almost a year. <laughs> so, <laughs> I should know. Okay. All right, we have a lot of characters in this movie. Um, So first up is Nancy Carey. That's Haley Mills' character. So she is the eldest daughter of Margaret. And she's the one who writes the letter to Osh Popham. How, okay, I don't know if you guys know the answer to this, but like, how did she know to write to Osh Popham? Or was it? I I think she said that she wrote to the postmaster of the town to inquire about the house. Okay. Oh. I thought and that happened to be him. Yeah. Okay. That's right. I remember that. So, mm-hmm. so like, I, I love her. I love her character as somebody who, like, she's the eldest and she knows that her mom is in a rough spot right now. So, like, she kind of took on the role of mother a little bit. Like, I'm going to take this into my own hands and fix this problem. Mm-hmm. And she gets it done. And, like... I love that her mom didn't get, like, angry with her. She was excited. I was kind of worried that her mom would be like, why did you do that? Like, what? But, I mean, obviously she was just helping her out. But you know how sometimes, you know how sometimes parents can be. I mean, it could have gone really bad because... It could have, like, not been true. (laughs) She just, like, trusted that this was going to be... Well, she lied in the letter. She told white lies. So, Ash, if he wasn't Ash, because he's a very gentle, kind guy, Mm -hmm. he could have been like what? Get out. You know what I mean? But instead, like, he saw, like, they all had good hearts and they really did need a place to be, even though they didn't have a rickety baby. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that means. (laughs) Um, I always felt like it was really confusing. Um, like, all of that. Like, I don't, I don't know. I always had, like, my older siblings kind of explain to me what was going on there, but when I was watching it again, I'm like, ooh, if I was watching this fresh, I think I would still be really confused. Like, what is going on right now? Yeah. Yeah, it goes, We like, kind of really looked quick. at each other, like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, to pro- propel you into the story is kind of fast. Yeah, definitely. Because um, they just want to, like, get to the house. Yeah, if you're not paying attention, I mean, you're g- easy, you're going to miss it, you mm-hmm. know? But where would you put Nancy? Slytherin. You just like Haley Mills. No, you just I want d- her to be in your No, house. I do. But, like, honestly, the girl's ambitious. It's true. She, and, like, she tells lies. <laughs> I mean, I can say it. I know that we have bad traits. She tells lies <laughs> to get her way. She, like, forces herself in there. But she gets it done. She's very persistent, but ambitious. All right. All right. I agree. Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Excuse you. <laughs> she also seems a little bit like Ravenclaw. So that's kind of mm. smart. I, what yeah. What did with all the letters and stuff like that. I don't know. <laughs> I can agree I with can that. I can see that. Slitherclaw. Mm-hmm. Next is Osh. Oh, Osh. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm going to say it right here. Osh the Hufflepuff. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> loyal to a T. Well, sort of, I guess. Not really to Mr. Hamilton. I mean, he's he's loyal to Mr. Hamilton, but he also is just kind of like, 
But he's so good-hearted. And I think, yeah, his heart's too big to, like, to hold himself back from helping this family out. Um, Very kind spirit. Um, He's such a cool, he's such a cool guy. I really like him. And I love, I, I was kind of like, while I was watching Ugly Bug Ball, I was kind of like, I kind of looked at Katie and was like, what are we watching? Like, what is going on? Like, why is this happening right now? But then, like, I took a step back from it, and I'm like, no, like, actually, this is kind of like a tender moment between him and Peter. um, Peter. And I just think it's really sweet. And it's just, like, it's just a way to show his character more, I think. Like, he, you know, he's just a... He's just a really good, like, grandpa figure to to them. And I love that about him. Mm -hmm. Kind of makes me... Kind of reminds me of, like, an Uncle Remus character. Yeah. He just, like, gets along with everybody, especially the kids. Like, he's just, like, very... He relates to them. You know, like, they look up to him. I don't think I ever would have thought we would ever use Song of the South as a comparison <laughs> character for anything. You're welcome. <laughs> that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> just very kind-hearted, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Good soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Puff Pride. <laughs> what are you, Jessica? Gryffindor. Nice. We don't have any Ravenclaw. Ravenclaws. Did you forget? Yeah. You have a brain fart. <laughs> um, Margaret. I mean, I don't really know much to say about her. Like, she's the mom, and she's obviously an important character, but I feel like she doesn't really play, like, a huge role am i accurate in that no, she doesn't really like i don't even really know her personality enough to re- to place her i don't i don't know she's just kind of like there and it's really just about the kids she <laughs> dorothy mcguire plays the same mom every time <laughs> she does same because, character <laughs> because in old yeller she like which is it's good though because she lets her kids be her kids. So like she let Arliss and Old Yeller be Arliss, even though he was like could kind of be wild, but like she let him have an imagination. Right. Um. Same thing with Swiss Family Robinson. Like she was just like a cool, outgoing mom. She was the best in that movie, I think. Yes. And then in this one, like the kids pretty much run the show, and she's just like okay, and like, just like follows along, you know. Yeah. Like Nancy makes all the decisions about the house. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like Margaret, like doesn't have really a say in much of anything. She's just like there, goes with the flow. Yeah, Nancy's like, "Hey, we're moving to the country," and her mom's like, "Oh, okay." Hey, we're putting this <laughs> wallpaper up. Okay, yeah. you know, yeah, the whole time she just follows blindly. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> um, Mariah Papa. Oh, that's okay. So Mariah Popham is Asha's wife, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always felt so special watching this movie because meeting another Mariah was always impossible. And even last night watching it, every time he would say her name, my heart fluttered a little. Like, <laughs> so this cute. movie and I always really connected on a deep level because of that. <laughs> That's cute. She was the one that was always like threatening a rat. Yes. I didn't realize that was his wife, and that upsets me. Woman, your husband is a kind-hearted man. Let him do his thing. She's like, I'm gonna write to Mr. Hamilton. Me, me, me. You know what? That's awful. Go ahead, Jessica. I loved the part when she was chewing out Ash over the 
over something and um he's just like your your pot's boiling over oh yeah <laughs> it shows her gm going everywhere yeah yeah that was funny she's like oh yeah yeah i did not realize that was his wife Man, that upsets me. Uh, what did you think she was? I thought they were just, like, friends, like, in town. They just had the same last name? I didn't know her name <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> oh, well, no. It's confusing because she only refers to him as Mr. Popham. Yes. <laughs> yeah, See, yeah, I think that's, that's what threw me off. Okay. Well, she'd waggle her finger. I know. R, Popham, I'm gonna <laughs> tell on you. Lady. I'm gonna tell <laughs> on you. <laughs> she'd always say his name the same. Popham. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, where do you want to place her? Let me guess. It's Slytherin. No, she's a squib. Oh my gosh, she's not that bad. I don't like her. She wants to go ruin those people's lives. So much that her husband has to fake falling off a ladder. <laughs> oh my gosh, that part was so funny. <laughs> she's like Filch. Yeah, yeah. That is, okay, yeah, I guess she's the squib then. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Julia? Okay. Can we talk about how she was so mean, and then all of a sudden, Nancy loves her? What? Yeah. Yeah. I never got where that switch came from. Like no. the Like, we're literally... now best friends. Like, someone mm-hmm. pushed a button. Boom. I know. Yeah. Like, they had been fighting seconds before that, and all of a sudden, Nancy was like, oh, I said something I regret. I love you. What? <laughs> and then they hug, and then they run off to do things together. And then they're like, BFFs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so glad that you guys mentioned that, because that's one thing I was hated about that part. So, like, she was legit saying that your family is, like, trash. And then she... Now because you made her cry, all of a sudden she, <laughs> and her mom was saying like, I put off telling you, but, but you hated her before today. Like, I'd be like, pack your bags, you're leaving. <laughs> right. Get out of here. I, yeah. I would not have changed my mind. Mm-mm. She was mean. Sorry, she was. Julia. I loved, though, how Nancy went back and pulled out everything that she put away and threw it all back to where it was. I'm like, oh, yeah, she's a Slytherin. Petty. I would have done the same thing. I've been like, okay, this was here. And then she's like, oh, wait, this was over here. And she threw it the other way. I'm like, oh, I love you. Yeah. Nancy. Where would you put Julia? I don't like her either. I don't know. I've told you, we can't just not place people we don't like. They have to fit into somewhere. (sighs) She's definitely a bad Slytherin, I would say. Because she is so conniving with their teacher. And she, like, just wants to, like, yeah, she is the bad form of Slytherin because she wants to, like, impress. So she talks about how her dresses, even though they're handmade, like, she made them. She's like, oh, these are, like, French, whatever. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's all about making herself look good. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. She's like Malfoy. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, Charles Bryant. I don't know if we know enough about him. No, definitely not. Him. But so that people know who he is, he's the teacher that Nancy and Julia fight over. How weird, though. Like, Nancy, I don't even know how old she is, but... Well, I, I thought they said that she was still in school. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I think she only had one year left. 
but still. I know. I don't know. I always thought it was kind of <laughs> creepy because I'm a teacher myself. And I'm, I don't know. I wouldn't be like, hey, students, <laughs> what's <Right>. happening? <laughs> like, it always made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not a thing that would fly nowadays. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. And they, like, threw this whole get-together just to, like, hang out with him. Just to fight over him. Just yeah. to, like, see who could get mm-hmm. him. Yeah, it was awkward. Well, one like, thing I never appreciated so much was that her mom just invited people. Yeah. When they said, like, oh, we're having your friends over. And then mom was like, hey, everyone come. Like, right. Oh, okay, we didn't say this for you, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe let's just go to Tom. We can go to Tom. Okay, Tom Hamilton. He is the owner of the house that they live in. But then he takes quite a fancy to Nancy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> to anyone who is listening through their ears, you didn't see the face Meg just made. She was so proud of herself. <laughs> um, apparently, Katie is blind and didn't see it, but clearly he had a thing for her. I thought he was just being nice. Okay, Katie. I'm serious. <laughs> no, he was all about her. Creep. It's a little creepy. I don't know how old he is. I mean, he looks really young. He does look young, but he's old enough to, like... Know better? N- well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But I was going to say he's old enough to, like, obviously be out of school, have yeah. a job, be traveling <laughs> for his job, and Nancy is still in school. And, like, schooling then, I don't know, I'm assuming it went until they were 18, maybe 17, I don't know, maybe even younger, I have no idea, but, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, a. Uh, I mean, to each their own. He, but he would be, he'd be a <laughs> bad character if it wasn't for Ash, because Tom came in ready to mm-hmm. kick these out. people out, he went to see Ash, like, what's going on? What gave you the authority to do this? And if it wasn't for those letters, and if it wasn't for the kindness of Ash, like, they would have been on the street again. I know. That, like, changed his heart. But then he saw Nancy, and he was like, oh my god. <gasps> Nancy, <laughs> you can stay for as long as you want. <laughs> if you say Great. so. I, I mean, you're outnumbered three to one. That's here, fine. I'll stand on my own. <laughs> <laughs> I like Katie Island. It's great. All right. <laughs> Favorite characters and scenes? Mm-hmm. You can go. Um, is anybody surprised to say, to hear, that I think Nancy was the best character? Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Because she was played by Haley Mills, and Haley Mills is amazing. And Nancy's character is just super ambitious and i love that she like takes things into her own hands um fixes problems causes some but fixes a lot (laughs) and um yeah i don't know i just she was a good character Mm -hmm. my favorite scene is absolutely the scene when they reveal the portrait (laughs) (laughs) and everybody has to like hold back their shocked faces of how hideous this portrait is and then she's talking about it to tom and then she discovers who tom is and she's just like in shock doesn't the it's dog funny. run away yes oh my god yes it was so funny, that was funny. 
Um, how about we have Mariah go? Okay. Um, so I'm going to probably be in the minority here, but my favorite character is actually Julia. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry we were bashing <laughs> on her. No, you should. She's a jerk. Um, <laughs> but I think she's so entertaining. Yeah. And my favorite parts were always when she came in because I just thought the movie got really funny mm-hmm. and just it just kind of picked up when she came around. But I still want to punch her face yeah. <laughs> when I'm watching it. Um, my favorite scene is actually the big picnic thing that they have um, because the cake and ice cream look so good. I was just going to say that. Agreed. Yeah. And that scene... <laughs> For real, I actually had my parents get me a croquet, a croquet set <laughs> <laughs> because I was so interested by the game. And I just remember making friends of mine come over and play croquet. And I had no idea how to play it. But <laughs> It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. You're a regular yeah, I... old queen of hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that too, definitely. But, you know, I mean, I, I'm sure that croquet set is somewhere gathering dust, like <laughs> over a decade and a half. But. But, yeah, so I, I'm weird. I like Julia. <laughs> how about you, Jess? Um, I think my favorite character was Ash. I just, I loved how he was there to try to make everybody feel comfortable and mm-hmm. just, like, he had to make everything right for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a great character. And my favorite scene is probably, um, I love how uh, the first night, like, when Peter brings the dog home, the dog comes and sleeps with him. And then, like, soon after Julia gets there, <laughs> um, when the dog is coming, like, or when they're all going to bed and the she shuts off the light and the dog runs in and scares her. And Peter was like, I tried telling you. I tried <laughs> telling you. But you don't understand. <laughs> oh, enough. We're going to bed. That was hilarious. <laughs> um, my favorite character is also Ash. I can relate to him in the fact that I try to please everybody, even though it might get me in trouble. Um, I feel like he stretches himself like thin trying to do that, but that's just his character. Mm-hmm. I get it. Um, plus, he's just like, he's hilarious. I love when he fell to the floor. He's like the comedy relief. <laughs> yeah, but he's also just like, like you said, like that grandfather figure, just mm-hmm. someone you can go to, someone who tells like wonderful stories and who you can trust and who you know has your back. Um, favorite scene. I really liked the bug ball. I thought that was really <laughs> cute. Like the at first I was like, What? And then I was like, Oh, this song is really cute. Like it's teaching him like nobody's ugly. Like everybody's yeah. beautiful and everybody sees beauty differently and I thought it was really sweet. But I where do they get all those caterpillars? My god, they're all oh, over that the place. That was a lot of caterpillars. I liked <laughs> mm-hmm. how it was just like on the dog's nose yes. and he like picked it yeah. off. That made me laugh. Yeah, I thought it was sweet. And then, oh, I liked how they kind of pulled, um, kind of like from the True Life Adventures, where they would, like, manipulate oh, yeah. some of, like, the wild footage. The dancing. They would, yeah, they would make the bugs <laughs> dance. Yeah, <laughs> that was cute. cute. Least favorite? <clears throat> um, I Honestly, I don't really have a least favorite character. Like, as much as I didn't like Julia, she brought a lot to the story, like Mariah said. Um, so I can't say that I, like, disliked her. But I do have a huge dislike scene. Oh, me too. Go on. And Go it's on. the song Femininity. Mm, yeah. I hate that song. I hate it. I hated it so much. I pulled up the lyrics because I wanted 
to read some. <laughs> we literally like, like we started were, singing, and I looked at Katie, and like my jaw dropped. Yep. I'm like, what? Yep. <laughs> what? I mean, I I know it's the times, but like, okay, <laughs> let's talk about these lyrics. You must walk feminine. What does that mean? I, <laughs> I don't know. Um, talk feminine again. What does that mean? Um, <laughs> and you have to do those things if you want to catch a bow. Mm-hmm. And then you have to <laughs> dance feminine, act shy and sigh, compliment his masculinity. Get over yourself. That's what every girl should know if she wants to catch a bow. When they sang that, I was like, I'm done. The mascul- <laughs> the masculinity thing, I was like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Oh, and wait, then, yeah, I guess I had never really thought of those lyrics yeah. before. And especially when they even say, hide the real you. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. My boyfriend was sitting right next to me, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to act like this from now on. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to change. (laughs) Yeah, that line was bad. It says, let him do the talking. Men adore good listeners. Laugh, but not loudly. If he should choose to tell a joke. If you tell a joke and it's not funny, I'm not laughing. (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah hide the real you you must look feminine be at your best feminine no nope 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 i if i could i would cut this part out because i don't want like i wouldn't want my daughter seeing this part and having that influence her at all like be you i know don't hide yourself what yeah no Mm -hmm. I want a re-release of this movie without that scene. (laughs) That would be great because, like, literally, there's not very many other like bad parts in the movie, but that's I just really hated that song. Yeah, agreed. Hardcore hated it. And to go along with like that song, it kind of like shows that how Lily Joy changed her dress and everything, and she walked down the stairs, and that made Gilly like see her in a different light. Yes. All that bothered me because all of a sudden yeah. he turns around and he's just like, just taken with her. And yeah, because he's, he's like, so... oh, I don't want to go with her. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden here she shows up in this new dress that they made look so feminine and she's acting feminine, hiding herself and he loves her. No. <laughs> Awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my soapbox. That's my only dig towards the Sherman Brothers. That song. Yeah. yeah. Just take that mm-hmm. out of your repertoire. Yeah. You don't yeah. need it. You've got lots of other great them. hits. Yeah, I know. I expect yeah. better from them, too. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Who else wants to go? <laughs> think me. Um, so I put, I love her name, but I think my least favorite character was Mariah. Um, because I don't know, she was just so bossy. And when she mm-hmm. was talking about how she always looks at life in a pessimistic view and yes, like mm-hmm. everything is really terrible. I'm like, Oh, you are too good for her. Like you need to go <laughs> get yourself another girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I'm so sorry, Katie. I have never been a fan of the ugly bug ball. <laughs> oh, the ugly I know. Bug ball. I'm so sorry. I used to always fast forward it. <laughs> um, but no, I wrote this down because this movie always offended me a lot with this line as a little kid. I'm from Springfield, Illinois, which is where Abraham Lincoln came from. <laughs> and 
earlier, Gilly goes, Beulah's a hick town. And she goes, Abraham Lincoln came from a hick town. <laughs> and ever since I was a kid, I was so offended. <laughs> so I was like, how dare she? She needs to come to Springfield. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. So um, that's another part I just don't care for. <laughs> I understand. I would feel the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, what is with the movies Haley Mills is in? Doing wrong by Lincoln. In Pollyanna, they like made up that quote by him. Oh, and yeah, that's and it's not, not real. even true. That's right. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, my hometown is nothing but Lincoln. I worked at the Lincoln home for like three years. <laughs> oh, that's cool, though. Yeah, Abe's cool. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> How about you, Jess? Um, I think going into this, my least favorite character was um, Julia, but Mariah's kind of said some things about why she is a good character for the film, though, like, she brings that element that it needs mm-hmm. and everything, but I think she's still my least favorite. And then one of my least favorite scenes is where she's acting all privileged and having um, the bath in the kitchen, because oh she God. doesn't want to take the water upstairs to... Yeah use the bathroom yeah and then she gets offended when ash walks in there and it's like well this yeah. is not a this is not a bathroom <laughs> yeah i don't know why you're offended right now <laughs> um least favorite character i can't pick between julia and mariah because it was going to be julia but then mariah brought up mariah and i was like oh yeah <laughs> I, yeah she was just all about like I expect the worst, and I ain't never been disappointed. It's like, what kind of life is that, you know? Not a good one. <laughs> and then least favorite scene. can't really think of a particular... Dance oh, feminine. Yeah, the femininity thing. That's probably... <laughs> just that. Everything else was great. Um, but yeah, that one, like, actually made my blood boil a little bit. I know. We were, like, looking yeah. at each other, and we were literally seething the whole time. We were <laughs> singing this song, and I'm like, oh my god, stop. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. Other than that, though, A+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good. All right, Meg, what did you take away from it? Um, Don't hide yourself, and you don't need to act any certain way to get a bow. It'll happen <laughs> when it's meant to happen. And also, be ambitious with you know, fixing things that like you might be in a bad situation, but just like think of, think of ways to get out of it outside the box because like who would have thought that writing to the postmaster would fix her problems and it did. You never know what life is going to throw at you. And um, even though it wasn't like they had to fix up the house a lot, but still, I mean, like what an opportunity and like what a way to what a what a good opportunity to like be in a situation like that and to be able to have such little rent and like put your money towards other things like whether it be savings or something like that just like always think of the good side don't be like mariah popham and think negatively all the time mm-hmm. think positively <laughs> mm-hmm. but mostly be yourself and never listen to the song femininity <laughs> by the sherman brothers <laughs> <laughs> yeah really band for life oh yeah Um, I guess what I took away from this was, um, you know, kind of like what you were saying, how it was really risky for Nancy to go through all of that and, 
you know, she kind of fudged the truth a little bit, but um, it basically kind of like taking risks. You never know. It might be the best decision you ever make. Yeah. Um, you know, I kind of live by that. You know, I live across the country now. I live in Jersey. is one of the best decisions I've ever done. And it's risky. Um, and then a little side thing. I've always thought this. George Ferguson, the man who constantly keeps making bad investments, I put in all caps, never trust him <laughs> because <laughs> he loses the Carrie's money. He loses Julia's family's money and then his own. He's yeah. like, oh, another bad investment. <laughs> I'm like, okay, people should not trust him because he's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I think I kind of took away that. You just need to think of creative ideas to help you out of the situations. Like, no idea is a bad idea. Mm -hmm. I mean, to just try them and ask for the help that you need. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm going to take away... I've said this before on other ones, but, like, it just applies to a lot of movies. But just be, be kind even when it's not a benefit to you. Yeah. Ash didn't have to do that for anybody. But he did, and he literally changed a family's life. And then that led to changing Julia's life, because she didn't have somewhere to live, and now she did have somewhere to live. Like, I don't know if they could have taken her in if they lived where they were going to, in, like, that small, tiny house they could barely afford that they were gonna go to. So, yeah, just be nice for the sake of being nice. And his daughter got some really good friends out of it, and yeah. his son. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you never know how one little thing you do is going to change someone's life. Agreed. Could be a little tic-tac of kindness. Mm -hmm. You don't know where it's going to go. All right. So before we wrap this up, when we were starting to talk about, when we started our call with our guests, um, they both said, this is mine and Meg's first time watching this, but they said that they grew up watching this. So I just wanted to ask you guys, how was it watching it like now that you're adults, I guess? I think there was parts that definitely stuck out more to me as like the, the song and like teaching you how to be a girl. And it's when I was growing up, it didn't necessarily stick out as something wrong to me. Mm -hmm. It was mm -hmm. kind of, yeah. So that stuck out to me. And then just the age differences between like um, yeah. Nancy and Mr. Hamilton and the teacher and everything. Like when you're younger, it doesn't seem like, there's such a big age difference because right. they're both almost adults, but yeah. being an adult now, you see that. I know, you're like, she's a child. What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> I think yeah. of stuff all the time. Like, I remember being, when you're, like, a kid, like, you know, young grade school, and you look at, like, the eighth graders, you're like, whoa, they're so old. And then you get to eighth grade and you're like, oh my God, seniors in high school, they're so old. And then you get there and you're like, I'm a child. Don't let me out of school. I don't know what I'm doing. It's just weird how that works, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I guess, I don't know. Uh, watching it now as an adult, definitely the feminine song took on a way different meaning. Um, I think as a kid, I always kind of viewed it as if it was supposed to be comedic that they were, I don't know, almost making like a parody or yeah. something like that of it. But looking back, I'm like, mm, I don't know. I think <laughs> I might, may have been just some backwards <laughs> thinking. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, and I guess kind of realizing a little bit more 
different Osh and Mariah are. How, like, I don't know. She's just so overly negative. Yeah. And he's so incredibly positive and just... I really don't know how those two got together, but I guess at that time marriages weren't really about love as much. It's just kind of necessity. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was so fun going through and taking notes and kind of watching it with a different perspective in a way. I, I, I haven't watched this movie in a long time, so I had so much fun watching it again. I loved it. That's what we want to hear. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right any final final thoughts before we move on to our disney memory i recommend watching mm-hmm. it to all of the listeners if you've never seen it before i would watch it mm-hmm. yeah it's worth mm-hmm. watching for sure mm-hmm. yeah Haley mills does not have a fake accent no it's real but it's just not american <laughs> <laughs> all right so this week's disney memory comes from sophie Hi there, your podcast is amazing. Oh, thanks. And has really done a lot for my frazzled exam paper writing mind. So first of all, thank you for that. Whew, good luck in school. Yeah, good luck and you're welcome. Second, your Disney memory segment always makes me remember the one I'm going to share with you now. And though I'm not entirely sure it's my favorite memory, it is definitely my earliest Disney memory. This happened before I started school, so I must have been three or four years old, making my sister about two years old at the time. I was going through a Dumbo phase. It was the only movie I would watch, and I would watch it as many times as my parents would let me. At some point, I found out that my sister couldn't say Dumbo, which obviously needed to be corrected. (laughs) So I have this very vivid memory of spending an entire afternoon sitting in the middle of the living room with my sister and just repeating, no, Dumbo, and every time she replied, Bumbo. And then giggled that toddler maniac giggle that little kids do. (laughs) My memory stops there, but my dad has added later on, when my sister finally said it correctly, I went and collected him so he could hear, only for my sister to grin from ear to ear and yell Bumbo once again, (laughs) which my dad still thinks is hilarious now, almost 22 years later. Once again, thank you for a wonderful podcast, and since I listened from the Land of Mermaids, if you ever need Hans Christian Andersen facts, since he did write a few of the original fairy tales that were made into Disney movies, let me know, and I will supply you with plenty. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we'll take all the... I'm Fun Facts Central over here, so I'll take <laughs> them all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Sophie. Yeah, thank you. That's so cute. I love those kind of memories. I mean, I love all the memories. But I love those because it's just like something that might stick in your head that you think of every now and then that doesn't like stand out like, whoa, a Disney memory. But it really is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I like it. So if any of our listeners have a Disney memory they'd like to share, just email us at grownupkidspodcast at gmail.com. It could be anything as we've demonstrated, anything Disney related. Um, Just send it our way and we'll be happy to feature it on the show. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's late. It's okay. Um, but I just wanted to give a thank you, a shout out, thank you to Mariah and Jessica for joining us. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, Any time. We hope you guys had a good time. Yeah. Hopefully that your nerves so- left you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a great time. This is awesome. Definitely. Good. Fun. Thanks. Yeah, we super appreciate your time. Um, we know it's late and we had some problems getting started because oh, Skype Get your act together. (laughs) This is literally the story of our lives. I know. (laughs) Oh, it's my turn. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks, guys. So, Grown Up Kids can be found on Podbean, iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. So, make sure you subscribe so you can be sure to get our latest episode as soon as it's available. 
You can also like our Facebook page at Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Grown Up Kids Pod. Mm-mm. Not Twitter. No Twitter. Sorry. I don't, I don't <laughs> do Twitter. It's just really hard, and I never posted anything, so I deleted it. So just Instagram. <laughs> you can also... Um, you can also join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash grownupkidspod to gain access to Extra Magic Hours, which is our bonus episodes all about direct-to-video or just, like, really old, short movies. Like, this week's is the Alice com- the Alice comedies. Mm-hmm. But, like, sometimes it's just going to be, like, random sequels, like we did Cinderella 3. Maybe that new Walt documentary on Netflix. Oh, yeah, maybe. I really want to watch that. Okay. So just like that kind of stuff, stuff that like wasn't necessarily in theaters. So extra magic hours, extra magic. or half hours, or however long they are. Right. <laughs> um, so lastly, make sure that you join our Facebook discussion group because in there's where I've posted the document with all of the movies that we're going to be watching, along with availability to be on the show with us. So if you check that list out and see something available that you'd like to be on, just comment on that post or you can email or message us on Facebook and I will put you on the list. So thank you so much for listening. Make sure to watch the incredible journey ahead of our next episode. I am so excited. I've been waiting to get to this one. The OG Homeward Bound. Yes. So excited. Don't fail me. And don't forget, adults are only kids grown up anyway. All who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future.